Another brand new episode of the EPL Boys, your home to everything English Premier League soccer and a little bit more today. My name is Matt, as always, joined by my best friend through the internet, JD. We have survived another week of work. The Monday to Friday grind is done. The weekend is here. It is, hopefully you're listening to this either on your way home from work or going to work, but it's Friday, so who gives a shit? Like, you know, show up late. JD says it's okay to show up late today. Do it. I do, and I also say it's okay to take a half day on Fridays because that's what I'm doing today as you're listening to this. I am getting off work at noon. I took. I actually got a free four hours of PTO because I was so good at my job last month. And I'm not even just joking. Like, actually, this happened twice. I was so ahead on my work with my boss that she did a raffle. Um, well, my team was really good. I was so ahead, and I think she, I think she put more of my name in the, in the pool because I was so ahead. And both drawings, I got two two four hour days. So I already used my one half day like three weeks ago, and my my second one is tomorrow. And I'm going down to Maryland to see my friend um who is moving and i'm helping him move and it's gonna be real fun and uh yeah so i only have a half day of work you love you love to see it yep i will be working a full day tomorrow i work a full day every day um that's because you went to that's because you spent three weeks in italy last year Nah, well that all reset but i'm i'm now not not in your boss's eyes now now in the now in now is around the time i start booking all of my obnoxious red bull trips and then i'm like trying to like pinch pto in certain areas and it's gonna be interesting i'll make it work i don't know how but i'll make it work i do every year so on today's episode we are going to be discussing all of the european cup championships champions league europa league europa league conference kind of um give you a slight breakdown as certain teams have now advanced to the next rounds of the champions league all of the europa league games are now done with their first leg and west ham beat up on a team i've never heard of before so they're from just, cyprus the island nation we are just gonna just we are just gonna run through these and then we will get you ready for our weekend previews we'll hit up those picks and we'll get you all set up for a full slate of prem games this weekend but let's start on tuesday benfica five club bruges one making the aggregate seven to one um as we will discuss later talking about the europa league don't fuck with the liga portugal teams because this might be Benfica's best team I've ever seen in Champions League. Like, just overall. That's after selling yeah. a couple of players. Yeah, yeah. well, that's just. Yeah. I'm telling you right now, watching Benfica, I'm just like, I bet you he's not going to come back. I bet you he's not going to come back. Oh, he's definitely not coming back. Like, Benfica. Who do you, who do you pick? You say this. Who do you pick out of Benfica right now? Who do you think is going to make a a big money move? Big money move. I'm bringing up the lineup as we speak. I actually love love this you, question. Yeah, because well, you well, you know well, Benfica better well, than anybody. I mean, he almost went in January, and I can't imagine like he's worth 85 million. I think as we're talking about him, he popped off in the World Cup. He replaced Cristiano Ronaldo. I mean, it, it, it's Gonzalo, uh, Gonzalo Ramos. The oh, striker. Ramos! Yeah, yeah. That's Dude, no, no, no. That's the answer. Yeah, that's the answer. He's gonna, Dude, he's gonna go off. Yeah, he's twenty-one years old, and he yeah. like, and not only is he doing this in, you know, in the league, but he's also doing this in Champions League. Like, I mean, the the man, two goals and assist on this day alone. But to be fair, when the score lines five-one, of course you're gonna get on the goal sheet. But you know. It, 
there are so many different pieces, but at the same time, you like look at some of the ages of around the, some of the other players. 17, 17, 18, 19. It's like Benfica just fucking have a factory in the back of their training facility where they're just popping out these generational talents that they acquire for $2 million and sell for $110 million. Like, it, Benfica is the opposite of financial fair play. I mean, don't get me wrong, there's a whole lot of corruption going on, and that's kind of like, don't know what's going to go on yeah, there. Yeah, see, here's the, here's the thing. Two million paid to whatever Brazilian or Uruguayan, you know, club, uh, that's that's all fun, but what are the bonuses to, you know, the, the father? It's always the father, because the father's always the agent. Yeah, there, it, well. <laughs> but Benfica, Cruz, 5-1, uh, I'll be honest... I'm not saying that I think Benfica is going to go the distance, but I think whoever does draw Benfica should be very, very much like, hey, I don't think I'm going to want to play you. Brings us to Liverpool. our next... Liverpool, <laughs> when they when they come back and beat Real Madrid. <laughs> Couldn't ben... say that with a straight face. If, 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 if Benfica played liverpool i would put all of my like manifest energy into redeem me benfica redeem me. well but see see the thing is liverpool always always beat ben the portuguese oh, okay. well they know they just always beat the portuguese teams yeah. like they, they always beat porto they always beat benfica so like if that happened i liverpool would have a very good shot yeah. but oh. liverpool's not going back for me which there's no i way. don't i mean i don't know i mean when you score seven goals in a game i think anything can happen like i'm gonna explain a storyline to you in a second jd i'm not gonna lie once we get to it i'm gonna explain a storyline liverpool are not out of their tie i just want to be very clear about this if if they lost five two at the bernabeu and we're coming back to play at anfield then we'd have you know the slight argument like okay they Liverpool could win three nothing for nope. sure at Anfield, nope. but that's I, not the case. Nope, I'm gonna get to it. I get your conspiracy tinfoil okay. hats ready. But let's move on to the other Champions League game that happened this day. Uh, Chelsea two, uh, Dortmund nothing. Uh, Dortmund. Chelsea, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. So Dortmund came into this game on a one nothing aggregate and literally did the only thing they didn't have to do, which was give up two goals and not score any. Um, massive controversial part of the game is Kai Havertz being able to retake a penalty due to Dortmund players in the box. Now, GD, I have two eyes and I could clearly see that Chelsea players were also in the box before the Dortmund players were in the box. I'm sorry, I come from the mindset where if both teams commit a foul, this is just null and void and play on. I don't understand the concept that Dortmund had to suffer having a retake taken against them, but I, I don't know. I am extreme. So, yeah, I'm extremely I, upset I have, about the... Yeah, I have a technical God. answer for this. One that most people are going to hate, and I also hate, it's it's the rule. And this rule should have been rewritten the second that it happened. Because both of them basically fouled. They both both sets of teams went in, but the Dortmund player was the one that cleared the rebound. That caused the retake. If a Chelsea player had touched it, that's why th th this rule should have been rewritten the second that happened. Because I, it's I, because because when when does that ever happen? It never happens. It, it, it that rule needs to be rewritten. Now the problem is the only reason any of the players and you all have been sick of me saying this. This is the this is the biggest thing I hate in world soccer. I've just been going on and on about this. I don't know if you can guess what it is, Matt. The only reason any of the players in, encroached into the box was because Kai Havertz did a goddamn fucking stutter step. That is the only reason. If you watch it back, I watched it live, and holy fucking shit, he literally stutters. Both sets of teams fall forward a little bit because they're trying to, you know, get there quick, and that's why they encroached. I just... But it's such bullshit. Stop letting players pause their goddamn run-up in this fucking penalty kick. As if the attacking player doesn't already have... 90% of the advantage. I, I just... Oh my god. That that pissed me off more than the penalty retake. Is that... 
the the game still allows players to pause their run up and do a stutter step and wait for the goalie to move. Like I just it, it, it pisses me off. That's the whole reason that this controversy even happened. My all-time favorite moment happened after the final whistle, which was Chelsea fans. No, no, not even that. Chelsea fans just getting so obnoxious that that's it. We're going to win Champions League. That's it. This is going to happen. (laughs) I want Benfica to play Champions League. You want on a technicality. No, no, I I want Benfica to play Chelsea. I want Benfica to play Chelsea so that Benfica can score eight goals against Enzo Fernandez, and then they can just sit there and count the 105 million euros Chelsea paid for him. You won on I, a tech. You won on a really poor technicality. If you're a Chelsea fan who's walking away from this happy, we need to talk about them priorities, bruh, because this ain't good. No, I Chelsea Twitter was just a dumpster after this game. I mean, I I literally was sending stuff in Discord of just these people talking about Jude Bellingham. They're like, Jude Bellingham, oh man, he's he's like a thirty million pound rated player. Like he's not gonna he's not gonna give an Enzo return. And somebody you literally said he's not gonna give an Enzo Fernandez return on investment. I'm like, bro, Enzo Fernandez has played like seven games. Like y- you know, like shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> like, you didn't know who Enzo Fernandez was. Before the World Cup. Shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. You've known who Jude Bellingham is since he played at Birmingham City. Like, they retired his number when he left. They did. That, that was cringy as fuck, but they did. Do like, that. hi, you're 17 years old. Your number's retired now. What? Okay. That was really cringy, but yeah, they did do that. Um, <laughs> Let's move on to Wednesday, though. Wednesday, Bayern Munich 2, PSG nothing. Um,. 3-0 on aggregate. Bayern Munich advances PSG. Um, let's all laugh at PSG, question mark. I don't... Dude, I don't even think it's funny anymore. Like, this is just so common. Um, it, it's like it's like City. City aren't going to go... They might, they might beat Leipzig, but, like, they're not going to get anywhere in this tournament. I'll, I'll be 100% honest. This will be the last time... Kylian Mbappe and Lionel Messi play in the Champions League for PSG. It just will be the last time. Both of those players will not be here next year. And I think it's good for both of them. I think Kylian Mbappe needs to get out of this French football shadow. And, you know, dude, if you're going to go to Real Madrid, go to fucking Real Madrid. If you're going to go to United, go to United. Or if you're going to go to whoever the fuck you're going to go to, go to... Put United in that conversation. Shut the fuck up. I'm just saying, I'm I'm just talking, at least, he wants to go to a club where the entire world is going to have eyes on him. Manchester yeah, United, he's going to go to Real Madrid. I'm just saying, Man United, I still put in the same character, like the same window as Real Madrid, where the whole world, like, any, if Man, dude, Man, Marcus Rashford. Everybody, everybody was watching on Sunday, yeah. Marcus Rashford went to, and I shit you not, this was an actual thing like The Sun put out or something. Two, oh, oh, the sun. Oh, the sun. <laughs> but the sun's not putting shit out for fucking PSG. But I'm just sitting here looking at it like, <laughs> dude, Marcus Rashford went to the supermarket or he went to a restaurant two days after the Liverpool loss and the sun put out an entire blog about it. Like, Kylian Mbappe scores a hat-trick against Nice and I think it's like two paragraphs on the third page of a French newspaper. Marcus Rashford went to go pick up food and it was like, Marcus Rashford leaves house for first time since Liverpool loss. And it's like, <laughs> who wrote That's, this? That does sound like Sun reporters. Like, who writes that? Oh my God, how dare Marcus Rashford leave his house? How dare I mean, yeah, he? How, yeah, how dare he? He, um, he, needs, to, he needs to be in shame yeah. for, uh, for five days. And, and, I, and I'm not telling Lionel Messi what to do. Either go back come to, Bar- to the, come yeah, to the Philadelphia yeah, yeah, Union. Yeah, come on. Either go to Miami. <laughs> come to the Philadelphia yeah. Union. It's it's either go to Miami, go to Barcelona, or fucking retire. I I really Philly Union. Come on, we got we we have to have the, his discovery rights, right? Uh, remember when that was a whole thing? Yeah. Is that still a thing in MLS? Because I, I think I remember I, I remember because got- when Zlatan came, but or two years before Zlatan came, Philly Union had Zlatan Ibrahimovic's discovery rights, and they sold them to the LA Galaxy for like. $50,000 in general allocation money, yeah. which is hysterical. That's just I, so funny. 
I never hear about it anymore. I'll be honest with you. So yeah, I never hear about it. Um, but yeah, Bayern Munich advance. Um, Bayern Munich continuously is just like fuck it. We'll put a, whatever eleven guys out on the field and we'll be better than you. And it's just Bayern Munich in the Champions League is just like that's just tapping stuff. Tottenham zero. AC Milan 0, AC Milan win one nothing on aggregate. Um, we don't talk about 0-0 draws in this game, and on this podcast, and I'll be honest with you, this game sucked. Milan were terrible. Tottenham somehow a little bit worse. The best part about this entire game is Richarlson basically just taking direct shots at both Tottenham and Antonio Conte, saying that, like, there's no reason why he's not getting consistent game time. There's, like, the, the situation's shit. The team is shit. Congratulations, Richarlson. You just got your move away from Tottenham. Good job. Like, you did it. It's almost like this is the third straight club he's acted like this. No, I think think at Everton he was fine. I don't know why. I really, like, and you and I had this conversation. Richarlson and Everton just worked. Like, he did Yeah, that's his level. (laughs) Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. He did just enough to keep them up every year. I bet you Everton would love a Richarlson right now. But I'll tell you this right now. Uh, what Tottenham paid? What fifty million euros for him, or something like that? Fifty mil, about about the same amount that Everton paid for him at Watford. So, so Everton didn't really make that much money. So so my thing is, it's like you do realize, especially because now he's shit talking the club, he's shit talking the manager, and his performance is he hasn't scored a goal yet this year. Like friendly reminder, it is now March 9th as we are recording. Richarlson has not recorded a goal. For Tottenham. Donny Vanderbeek was sold for 40 million, actually scored a goal in a few games here or there, but yet Donny Vanderbeek is the bust. Richarlison's just working into his form. Get Oliver out of Skip here. has Oliver Skip has scored a goal for Tottenham. It was a banger of a goal. I mean, let's not lie. It was a banger of a goal, um, but he has more goals. Yeah. AC Milan advance. Good job question mark i guess like you, you did it's, it it's tottenham it, it, yeah they did the bare minimum um, that's all they needed to do this is my weekly friendly reminder because at this point i'm now going to say it weekly and hopefully i manifest it into the world dear harry kane look at robin van Persie. what did he do he signed with united left his shit fucking club the next year won a title dear harry kane please come here my sweet baby prince we need you we need you Come here. No, I'm serious. I actually, whether it's United or not, Harry Kane, get the fuck out of Tottenham. I want to see Harry Kane win things. I actually genuinely would like to see Harry Kane win things. And if he actually goes, like, what else is... It's funny. It's funnier if he doesn't, though, isn't it? Isn't it funnier for everyone? Yeah, I think it's funnier, but there there is going to be a point in my time where... Because there are certain athletes across sports that never win the big title... And, like, at the time, it's hilarious, but then, like, 15 years from now, it's like, man, fuck, Harry Kane really didn't fucking win anything at Spurs. He's, he's the he's the Philip Rivers of soccer players. Let's oh, just be honest oh, here. Oh, does Harry Kane have 14 kids? Or is that just, like, yeah, like, if you didn't know, Philip Rivers has, like, 12 kids. Like, and he doesn't swear. And honestly, I I would I could see Harry Kane not swearing, or at least no one understanding what he's trying to say. Uh, I was about to say Harry Kane has definitely sworn. No one knew what he was saying. Yeah, yeah. He says um, like, Fluff. that's what it sounded like. Fluff. Um, that's him saying fuck. Yeah. Whether Harry Kane goes to United, he goes to Bayern Munich, he goes to one of these clubs that need a a, a consistent number nine. I'd like to see Harry Kane win something in my lifetime. Uh, he's won the all. He's the all-time leading goal scorer for Tottenham. He has nothing left to prove with Spurs. Like, I don't think a Tottenham fan and and if you're a Spurs fan listening, please reach out. I'd actually like to know if Harry Kane did leave. Would you be mad? Like, would you genuinely be mad that Harry Kane left? Like, he's done it all. He's tried it all. He's been the best player for over a decade now. Let the man live. But let's move on. We are now on to Thursday. We are going to talk about some Europa League. We're just going to run through these. We'll we'll sit down and we'll talk about the uh, EPL teams, but I'll go through all the not-EPL teams first. Bayer Leverkusen uh, 1-2-0 against Fenezervos. That's a Greek team if I've ever heard one. 
Is that Greek? I think that's Greek. Wait, where? Oh, yeah, f- yeah, I can't pronounce that. Yeah, I have no- uh, yeah, that looks that looks Greek. Yeah, yeah, Roma beating Real Sociedad two nothing. Uh, Union Berlin and uh, Union from Belgium uh, tied three three. Two unions. Yeah, the two that- unions. Yeah, three three. Hell of a game. If you, I I had this on a second screen. This game was fun. Uh, Di Maria getting the only goal for Juventus, having them beat uh, Fenberg, uh, Fenberg from the Bundesliga one nothing. Uh, Sevilla two nothing over Fenerbahce. Uh, Shakhtar Donetsk and uh, Fenernoy drew one. Feyenoord, Feyenoord, whatever. SC Freiburg, whatever from Germany. Oh my who, god, who, who gives a shit? Who who lost two nothing to Sevilla? Come on, this is an easy one. Fenerbahce. Come on, yeah. That's what wow, I said. You know that. That's what I said. Oh, you did. Say- yeah, oh, I said oh, Fenerbahce. Oh, I missed that one. I thought you were um, saying Juventus won one nothing against Fry- Freiburg, and you mispronounced that. Yeah, one. Yeah, I did. I did mispronounce Freiburg. My apologies. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's talk about uh, the two English Premier League teams that played in the uh, Europa League: uh, Sporting two, Arsenal two. Um, I'll be honest, this game was pretty even, and this is kind of bringing it back to the conversation I had before, which is please do not disrespect the Portuguese league teams. They are always low-key kind of sketchy in these things. Like, you think it's good, you think you're okay, but then you realize, oh, fuck, they're actually, like, kind of good. Like, you kind of... People forget that, like, the Portuguese leagues just generate young, promising talent, and, like, people forget that, oh... Oh, this is these are the young players before they come to my team for 85 million euros. Yeah, that's what sporting will do to you. But overall, I don't think this is a loss for Arsenal. I think drawing 2-2 away in Lisbon is not a it's not a bad deal. You're going to go home and you're probably going to put your best 11 out on the field for that game. They still played a very strong 11. Um I don't know how much I agreed with the front three of Nelson, Martinelli, and Saka. Saka had a very good game, but like it, it, it was kind of all over the place. Um, you hate to see it. Matt Turner kind of had a few stinker moments in this game, and it's like, come on, Matt. I get you play like once every like three months, it's, but it's it's almost like holy shit, we saw it for the New England Revolution. Yeah, and we and it's almost like he shouldn't be the number one for the U.S., but. God forbid anyone disagrees with JD here. Yeah, but overall, I mean, JD, I I don't know if you watched this game, but overall, I I consider it an even split, and I still give Arsenal all the advantage. You're going home in the second leg. You know what you're going to have to do, and I think Arsenal at home is is a pretty safe bet. Yeah, I think this is going to be tough for sporting. They they did play very well, um, but look, William Saliba, more goals than Richarlison in the calendar year. So uh, that's that's all I have to say. <laughs> we move on to the final uh, EPL team in the Europa League. Uh, Man United 4, uh, Real Betis 1. Um, Man United, this was the perfect response after Sunday's... Catastrophe is the only word I can really use. Um, this was a great response. Uh, I think, honestly, United, if they were truly in top form going into this game, they should have won this game, like, 7 or 8 to 1. Like, Man United, for a while, for, like, a 20-30 minute period, had an obnoxious amount of shots in really good areas and either just missed one pass or just didn't put enough venom on the shot. It was it was still a very good performance. I'm very happy. Um United got the win. This was big. Uh, a lot of key people getting on the goal sheet. Marcus Rashford, I believe, is now in the sole golden boot position for the Europa League. So that's also something to put into place. But, I mean, J.D., it was a business done at home. You have a three-goal three, three goal advantage going away in the second leg. I, I'm pretty sure you never want to count a team out, but I'd like to think United are probably one leg in the corner final. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it took them a bit in this game, but they certainly look, they looked good for a 4-1 win. I, I think that's probably fair. The only thing I have to say is 
what the fuck was Anthony doing? Just pass the that? ball. Just pass the ball. I just just square it. Just square it. That's all you have to do. You square had, it. There's two guys. There were Somebody's three, gonna score. There were three guys. Like any one of the I, three guys could I, have just I sat. watched that live and I was just like, what like not even me being biased against no, United. Was, I was just like, what the fuck? Because I no no, because no, I said at Discord, I'm like, what is Anthony doing there? Yeah, like I, no. I at that point I don't even care about teams. Like, what is that player, that professional player doing? Yeah, like I, you, you do one quick look across. Oh, okay, this is gonna help my team more. Like, uh, I am comical. now, I am now starting to get. I, I personally, as a United fan, I am now starting to get on the. I have to have a long sit down look in the mirror and kind of figure out exactly how I feel about Anthony, because he's, I'll be, he's not that. Good. He's he's fine. He's I w- okay. I want to just put a yet. I just want to put a yet there. He's not that good yet, but I I'm not happy with the fact that like it's have, his actions. That's yeah, the thing. And, like, and, and and that's what I'm saying. Like I I just think, and this is just me thinking out loud in the universe. If Sancho is in that position, he passes. If Granacho's in that position, he passes. If Palestri's in that position, he passes. Anthony's the only one coming down the right wing who's like, nah, fuck it. I'm going for the FIFA chip. Like, but, and then I think to myself, but yeah, but (laughs) yes. But then I think to myself, none of the three guys I just said out loud is going to fucking put in that curler he put in. So that's, Anthony is just Iron Robin 10 years later, 20 years later. That's like, he's going to do one thing and he's going to do it until the cows come home. And he's just going to cut inside on the left foot. Are you call? Are you saying Anthony is about to lose all of his hair in the next like year or two? Uh, keep blo- bleaching it blonde, and that shit kills your roots. <laughs> just throwing that out there, okay? I don't need to be a hairstylist to know that if you bleach the shit out of your hair like he does, it's gonna get into your roots, and it's gonna be a bad time. So it's gonna be a bad time. You're gonna have a bad time. But I, I joked with I joked with my girlfriend. I wanted to put sun in in my hair last summer to see what would happen if it would get blonde and she's just like no it'll just get orange and then it'll your hair will just die yeah and i was like okay yeah. i will do that then yeah yeah don't do that don't don't <laughs> do that um and as we said uh aek lanaka zero west ham two um mikel antonio getting on the goal sheet twice uh, i'll be honest of course, I didn't fucking watch this game. On at the Nobody same, did. On at the same time as the United and the Arsenal games were all around each other. So I'm very much like I was going to focus on that. Um, depending on what happens, maybe I'll give West Ham my attention. Um, this is a double-edged sword for uh, West Ham fans because two things happened. One, Antonio scored two goals. Hey, that's good. But you know what that also means? That's going to give him some momentum to have West Ham not go by another striker. That's number one. Number two, this probably just gave David David Moyes like another two weeks. Like, you do realize the further he goes in this competition, the more likely it is that they are going to keep him until the end of the season. Because if they win the Europa League Conference, they get an auto bid into the Europa League. And it would be really weird if a team in the championship was in the Europa League. I just... I'd like to see it because I think it would be... It's, yeah, it's hilarious. I, yeah. It, it would be funny. I honest to God think it would be funny that, like, hey, you're already playing the most congested schedule in all of Europe in the championship, but now you have to add in the fact that every Thursday night for, like, a four-month period, you have to dedicate to traveling all around Europe. When, so, when when Manchester United get knocked out of the Champions League next year, when they get third in the group stage and they're in the Europa League and they get drawn against West Ham, West Ham are going to go to Old Trafford as if they were in the Premier League to play a Europa League game, and then the next week they're going to have to play Luton Town. Scenes. You'll love to see it. <laughs> it's the storylines that keep me coming back, and that's a storyline like no other, but... We are, we're about 30 minutes into the episode. That is everything going on in Europe, of course, as things update coming into, you know, next week. We will also bring it to you on the following Thursday. 
JD, let's get through these picks really quickly. A quick update on the points total. JD is at 108, and the fans and I are at 116. So there are some interesting ties here. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, let's start it off first. JD, I'll have you kick it off. Liverpool after the monster game net last weekend. They go away to Bournemouth. I'm not going to lie. I'm just going to start writing Liverpool. You tell me why. Yeah, bright and early, 7.30 a.m. Eastern time. I, I, y y <laughs> I know Burnmouth looked pretty good against Arsenal for the most part, but I, no, there, there's nothing. I, I honestly could see a comfortable four 0 win here for Liverpool. I, that's not even biased. Just, I, I think most people would expect Liverpool to absolutely demolish this Burnmouth team, home or away. They literally beat them nine nothing at Anfield. I'm giving them four nothing at home, so I it, there, there's not much else to say about it. The fans are going to be going with Liverpool, and of course, I as well am going to. I am as well going to do Liverpool Football Club. Um, you're gonna do Liverpool Football Club. I'm gonna choose Liverpool Football you're, Club. You gonna you gonna buy a dinner first? Um. Maybe maybe order some order some expensive okay, wine. Okay, okay, it's a first date. We're going for coffee. Okay, like I gotta feel this out because like, have you ever been on a first date and it's like you took him to dinner and then you realized halfway through like this shouldn't be a dinner date. Like, you know what I've always found the best first date is cooking dinner. Hell to the motherfucking no! You are inviting a complete stranger into your home, JD. You are well, okay. Well, no. I, I've never, I've never done the TV show like you see a, an attractive girl no. and you ask her out. Dude, That's not how no. I've ever dated. It's always been I've known the person. No, like, I've All been right. talking to the person for weeks. My current I, girlfriend, I, I, I was talking to her for weeks, and then the first time we hung out was I invited her over and I cooked her dinner. Right, and look, we're, we're still going strong, almost a year and a half. All right, that's. That's fine, but I'm going to bring out the scale. I'm going to bring out the scale. Everyone wants to see it. You're on a first date with someone. We're going on the hot and crazy scale. Just because they're super hot also means they have the potential for being super fucking crazy. You are inviting a complete stranger into your home. Coffee by where they live. Like you ask, okay. no, you ask them, hey, what's your favorite coffee shop? Boom. A nice afternoon date over coffee. You don't invite what? them into your home. What is this? First of all, it's co it's coffee, not coffee. I'm sorry. Do you forget <laughs> and, what part of the country I'm from? <laughs> and second of all, I'll raise you this. What about a Dave and Buster's date? Because that's massive. I, I think that's massive second date vibes. Like that's second okay, date vibes. Okay, because that's how you. That's really how you find out if it's somebody fun or not. If if they if they. Have, yeah. If you have fun with someone at Dave & Buster's, that is a fucking keeper. But the first date is all about getting to know somebody. You want to get to know someone. You are not going to get to know someone at Dave & Buster's. Like, yes, you'll see what they're... Uh, you know, you, you can... I, I can I can read a lot from a person I, for five minutes right. at Dave & Buster's. Right. JD is officially saying if you are going on a date, Dave & Buster's is the way you're going to find out if you're going to marry this person. So... Just, I think no 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 I, I think it's a big thing because I'm not saying get food at Dave Buster's but depending on their their game choice depending on their drink choice because Dave Buster's got all the drinks like I I think I think it says a lot on someone's actions at Dave and Buster's and when they want to go because if you go in the middle of the day it's just full of kids and shit but if you go at night it's still full of kids but also more adults have you ever been to a Dave and Buster's I like at been, night it's well, wild. There, there are children running. I, I have like a, I have a tall Bud Light in my hand, and I'm just there's just kids weaving in and out in front of me, and I'm drunk as shit. Like I, that sh it should not be allowed to exist. I imagine my, <laughs> G dude, I imagine my Jesus to be the lead singer of Van Halen, and I'm in the front row, and I'm hammer drunk. That's like, the, that's the only. I am, thing I, I am trying. Me. I, am, I am actively causing a problem. And there are just unattended children just running around where I could just accidentally, like, hit one of them. Like, no, that's that that's, should not be allowed at David Buster's. No, that's that's fair. Um, 
Okay. I am officially going on a first date with Liverpool. We're going to coffee because I want to get to know them. Coffee. 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 (sighs) Everton (laughs) are going to be hosting Brentford. That pick took five minutes for us to talk about. I just want to be very clear. (laughs) Everton are going to be hosting Brentford Football Club. The fans are going to be going with Brentford. I am too going with Brentford. This is not like... Brentford is such a unique thing that you can't just sit back for 90 minutes and defend. Like, you're going to be tricked out into getting out of your shell. And that's when Ivan Tony's going to score two goals. Um, if I was Ivan Tony and I was a betting man, uh, plus three and a half goals in this game. Like, that's, like... Yeah, yeah. If, if I was also Ivan Tony and a betting man, um, I, would, I would bet heavily on, on Brentford. Yeah, even away from home. Everton are just absolute dog shit, and uh, and and Brentford have the uh, the luckiest guy in the league. Luckiest guy in the league. Yeah, you need luck to win bets. Oh, fair enough. Wow. <laughs> Leeds United is going to be hosting Brighton. Um, Leeds are playing like hot trash. No matter who's at the coaching position. Uh, Chris Armas apparently is no longer with the club. That was a talking point on Twitter today for like 10 minutes. And I sat here, laughed for nine of them. And, um, yeah. And uh, Brighton are going to win this game. Brighton are going to win this game comfortably. Brighton are playing better football. They are much a smarter team than Leeds are. And I don't think being on the road is going to change that one bit. JD, what are you thinking? Yeah. I agree. Um, Brighton are the much better team. A lot of times I I will back Leeds in games like this with non-traditional top six teams. um, I I always feel like Leeds kind of have a fight, depending on their creativity, especially with Brendan Aronson playing. This game is different. Brighton are just way too good. I think the bigger question is like, over under the 25th minute till Tyler Adams gets a red, not a red card, a yellow card for trying to instigate something. But yeah. It's gonna, I'm going to say under. Yeah, it's... it's The, the game is not going to be fun. Like, I, I don't think it'll be fun, but I still see Brighton winning this game 2-0. I re- I'll be honest about it. I yeah. feel like 2-0 yeah. is more a fair score line than... Yeah. Uh, relegate leads. Let's, have, let's make it happen, guys. This is a team effort. We all need to be involved to relegate leads. Like... No, I like no. Don't relegate him. Just no, relegate. Make him, make him, make it close. You know what? You know what? Drop him down two divisions. Let's just be safe, okay? <laughs> just drop him straight down to pull League a, One. Pull a Sunderland. Yeah. I swear just, to God, just, if just we, put just put the U.S. national team back ten years while you're at it. Yes, yes. I am an American hater. That's it. I I loathe American soccer, not the women's team. I love the women's team. I'm also joking. Yeah. I'm also joking. The women's team is. Oh, you're joking about loving the women's team? No. Right after, right after National Women's That's, Day. First of all, not true. I, I love the women's team. I'm talking about hating women's soccer. No, I did. I think you got you missed your words there. <sighs> Whatever. Who right cares? after International Women's Day. Clip it. Mm. Put it on the social media. I fucked up. <laughs> Leicester City are going to be go are hosting Chelsea Football Club fresh off of a very unique win in the Champions League. JD, I'll have you kick it off first. What are you thinking? God, this game sucks. I can I can just already see it. This game is just awful. Leicester City suck. Chelsea are just terrible. And honestly, honestly, this is the matchup that Leicester City are going to win three nothing. Because seriously, like, this is what they do. They they play terribly, and then ran, randomly against a team that should be beating them, they win 3 nothing. I'm going to go Leicester City. For no reason other than that. <sighs> and they're at home. The fans actually, so something unique happened. They It was a split decision between a draw and Chelsea. So, of course, when it's a split decision, it goes to a draw. So the fans are going to be agreeing uh, with no one because I'm going to go with Chelsea. I think Chelsea are going to win this game. I don't trust Leicester. I don't trust Brendan Rodgers. And somewhere amongst the 92 new players Chelsea have signed this year, one of them has to be better than fucking 
you know, Harvey Barnes and Jamie Vardy. Like, it just... But see, but see, Harvey Barnes is the kind of player that's going to ball out in this game. Like, he's not consistent, but when he's on, he's pretty fucking good. I will give Chelsea credit. Shutting out Dortmund midweek is not an easy... Barely. It's not an easy... It's not an easy task to do. They are one of the hotter teams in all of Europe. That's like their first loss in like 14 games. So, I'll give Chelsea credit. I think Chelsea grab all three points. Next game... Tottenham will be hosting Nottingham Forest. The fans are going to be going with Tottenham. I am going with a draw. I think Nottingham Forest is spicy in this game. I think that they can do unique things. And I don't trust Antonio Conte's already talking about how his contract expires in the offseason. He doesn't know if he'll even make it then. You have players like Richarlison shit-talking everyone in the media. Uh, Harry Kane is, eh, Ming Sung has been damn near invisible this year. I mean, my man, we need to put him on the back of a milk carton because Ming Sung has gone straight missing this year. Like, JD, he's on your fantasy team. Like, he's got to be yeah, like... That was that was a bad first round pick. Which actually, at the time, I can't blame myself. Why wouldn't I have taken Min Sung? But yeah, it's proven to be pretty bad. So, um... I, yeah, I, I mean, I honestly, just to shake it up, I'm, I I think for the rest of the season, I'm picking Tottenham results, but at random. And honestly, I'm going to pick them to win this game just because they're home. There you go. I There's no rhyme or reason to it. I, I think all of, all of the negatives in the media and just in, in the dressing room, like, I think that's the perfect time to pick them because no one is backing them. And if anybody, if no one's backing them, Maybe that's the time I'll actually back Spurs. We'll have to see. Uh, next game, Crystal Palace will be hosting Manchester City. Uh, I'm cool. going to be going with Man City. Um, this is more on the duh category. Like, yeah. duh. Yeah. There's like, nothing else to say about it. City are going to beat the shit out of Crystal Palace. And the fans are also going with Manchester City. I am shocked. Arsenal Football Club go away to Fulham. JD, I'll have you kick this off first. The champ, the current front runners are going away to Fulham. Not an easy place to go. I think this is going to be a fun game. I think this is going to be the most fun game of the 10 a.m. slot on Sunday. Um, I I'm going to go with Arsenal, and I'm I'm confident in Arsenal. But at the same time, they need to approach this game right because Fulham have proven this season. They are a team that can beat Arsenal, or at least give them a challenge. They are the type of team that can go up against an Arsenal or a Liverpool or United. Like that, they are that type of team, as well as beating the other teams that they should be beating. So I, I, I'm gonna go Arsenal comfortably, but at the same time, I it wouldn't shock me as much as maybe other teams if Fulham got a point out of this. So. I'm going to go with Arsenal, but wouldn't shock me if, 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 if it's a draw. The fans are going to be going with Arsenal. I as well. Boringly, I am going to be going with Arsenal. I think Arsenal are just... Right now, they are playing pretty good football, but JD makes a very valid point. This game could be a draw. Like, Fulham very much could be in this game, and Fulham being at home is a pretty big X factor. We kind of all need to, like, take into, like taken to our heads this isn't the form from three seasons ago when they immediately went down no yeah. this is a different form tim ream is running a juggernaut at fall you know just... you know what's funny that was a that was that would have been a meme three years ago yeah that's like a legitimate point tim yeah. ream is really fucking good he is very good like arguably not in the best center backs of the season but like yeah one you would want on your team. Absolutely. Like, I, I would absolutely take Tim Ream at Liverpool just, just as like a fourth option. Absolutely. Like 100%. Like just a guy to come in if, if injuries presented itself and you needed a guy to just do the job. Yeah, I would trust Tim Ream. Manchester United will be hosting Southampton. Um, excuse me if I go first on this one. Uh, Man United should win this game pretty easily. Uh, they were well ahead at certain points of today's they game. They should against Real they Betis. Uh, a lot of more important players came off at like the between the 55 and 65 minute, saving their legs for the weekend. 
Um, I do anticipate heavy rotation, though. I'm not going to lie. I know Eric Ten Hag's not one for, like, flipping everyone. But, like, I would be very surprised if, like, Victor Lindelof wasn't in the lineup. Or, like, you know, Scott McTominay might start. You know, you... Uh, Harry Maguire? You could see Harry Maguire. Harry Maguire could be very much in the squad. Um, yeah, I'm... I'm I, I expect rotation because United are literally continuously now at this point, especially because they keep going through the FA Cup. We are literally averaging a game every like 2.6 days. And it's like, it's fucking bad. Like you can even tell today, like United were exhausted. And it's like, just win. That's all I got to say. Don't care how it happens. It could literally be one nothing a goal in the 88th minute. Just fucking win. JD? I, I like how uh, the MLS is taking notes from the Premier League with the fixture congestion by adding the Leagues Cup. You know, that dropped today. Well, they just... And, th- uh, well, the th- well, the thing is, is the MLS is literally stopping play. Like, they are stopping... Oh, or, oh are they for that? I'm, okay. I'm lit- I didn't know that. I'm literally going to book my vacation because I'm not paying this f- mid-season friendly tournament against Liga MX clubs. I'm physically going yeah. to not watch... I'm not going to ever go out of my way to watch this tournament. At all, ever, not. Yeah, I'll probably watch it, but like it's bullshit. Uh, but but that was a sidebar. Um, no, in this United Southampton, Manchester United should be winning. They should be by all accounts. They should be, and I'm going to choose them. And I, I do this a lot. I say they should win, and I think they will. They need to be very fucking careful. I know they just had a very good result in Europe. But they just came off a 7-0 loss to Liverpool. They need to be very fucking careful. Because their their league position is still safe at the moment. But you drop points here and the gates flood open. Yeah. No, I so agree. I, that's where, that's where, where, where you say Ten Hag, he's not used to rotation, but he might do it here. I don't think you change a single goddamn thing from, from the European match. I don't think you mess with anything because if you're not fully prepared and know exactly what you're going to get out of these players, after the, those players have to know this is now the Premier League again. And the last result they had was probably the most humiliating loss in club history. So no, I, I, I fully expect Manchester United to beat the shit out of Southampton. But... Don't give James Ward Prowse any fucking reason to be within thirty yards of a dead piece. Yeah. No, nope. of a set piece, a dead ball set piece. Yeah, and with the way David De Gea is playing, uh, I'll be very honest. David De Gea needs to remind himself on what his team's jerseys look like because he's passing the ball more to opponents than he is to like his own guys. Um. Oh, I've made my official point on that. I don't think I've said it out loud. You let De you let De Gea walk in the off season. He's he's a free agent. And you let him go. Is, just, oh, his contract's up. Okay. Yeah, just let him go. Let him go. Just go. Who do you who do you replace him with? I want Dean Henderson. No, uh, it's either Dean Henderson or apparently they might go after Brentford's uh, Raya, and I would Jose Raya. Yeah, he's a good goalkeeper. And I yeah. would very much like a goalie who could actually distribute the ball from the back, like. David De Gea not being able to fucking pin a twenty yard lob pass from the goal ten- from a non pressured goalie situation irks my soul. Like you want to put your head through a wall when you watch your goalie for no reason put the ball out of bounds. Like when a defender is taking the dead ball, we officially have a problem. Like we officially have Yeah. Yeah. That's that's like early 2000s MLS vibes. Absolutely. Like, Ho- Jose Rea, that that's a good astute that would be a good astute signing. Yeah. Him, Robert Sanchez, I would say would be yeah. right up that alley. Uh, Dean I mean Dean Henderson, I Dean you got to at least give him a chance. You got to give him a chance. I'm a, <laughs> like, I'm a fan of Dean Henderson. I've always been a fan of Dean Henderson and I think without De Gea, Dean Henderson is currently United's number 1. But that's for Ten Hag to decide and Ten Hag alone. Uh the fans are going with United as well. Excuse me. Uh, West Ham are going to be hosting Aston Villa. This game is interesting. JD, I'll have you uh, start first, but... Um, yeah. I'm going to go Villa. They're coming off good form. 
And West Ham, I know, just, you know, comfortably won in the Europa Conference League, but that kind of means nothing. Um, I'm also in, like, I, I like West Ham as a club. I do. I, I like, I, I know a West Ham supporter, and I love him. Brian, love you. But uh, at the same time, I'm kind of also on the camp of, like, we talked about it before, West Ham Championship, but also playing Europa League. That would be hilarious. So I'm going to go Villa here. Yeah, uh, the fans as well are going to be... Um, actually, no, I'm sorry. I wrote, I miswrote something. They're going to be going with a draw. It was a split decision between Aston Villa and a draw, so it leans to a draw. I am going to be going with Aston Villa with you. I think Aston Villa... The most important thing here is West Ham playing midweek football. They are already stretched extremely thin. They don't have enough quality in the second depth chart of their positions. It's very much like you gotta, you, you, you need to, it's gonna be too much. Aston Villa are gonna have a week. It's, Aston Villa should take this. They're just playing better football too. Final game of the weekend, Newcastle hosts Wolves. The fans are gonna be going with Newcastle. JD, I'm going with a draw. I think Wolves are spicy. I think Wolves provide something different. And I don't think Newcastle know how to put the ball in the net. I know that is so rude for me to say out loud. My apologies to certain listeners. Newcastle haven't been able to put the ball in successfully in weeks. And if they don't start Isak at striker, which they better at this point, if like Callum Wilson is still the striker, I don't know if Newcastle scoring goals. I just, I, I'm not saying Wolves are this defensive juggernaut, but at the same time, I think like Wolves on the counterattack because Newcastle are going to have a lot of the ball Wolves on the counterattack. Can some teams can't stop it, and this will be a really weird game. I think it'll be a draw. I think one one is a fair scoreline, but we'll have to see what happens. So JD, to finish up the episode, what are you thinking? You know, I about two minutes ago I would have agreed with you at, at, with a draw, but I think with Newcastle's defensive perks, I I, I think they can keep Wolves out. I think this is going to be a boring nil-nil draw. I, 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 I agree with you. I don't think they know how to score right now. But I, I don't think Wolves are going to be able to break them down. So it, it's, going to be, it's going to be another disappointing result for Newcastle for sure. Dropped points, but I think they're going to get one point out of it. That will be the end of our episode today ladies and gentlemen once again thank you so much for spending your friday or saturday depending on when you're listening to this episode with us we greatly appreciate all the love and support you provide it makes our hearts warm knowing we have people who truly enjoy the work that we do if you are not already please give us a follow at the epl boys on instagram for everything up to date here at the epl boys camp as well, if you are not already, please hit the subscribe button on whatever streaming service you are listening to us on so you are up to date with everything coming out as it releases. As always, we love and care about every single last one of you guys. Um, for JD, my name is Matt. Guys, I want you to be safe. I want you to be well, and we will see you guys next time. Peace out.